Hey, gorgeous. This is episode number 225. Hi there. This is Dr. Shannon Tran. You are listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlansky. Enjoy. Well, I am so excited to have Dr. Shannon Tran on the show today. And if you've ever been in a place where you felt like you are burning out, you are totally stressed, this episode is definitely for you. We are talking about internal creation with balance and harmony. And Dr. Shannon Tran helps ambitious professionals become well-balanced, though they can achieve whatever they want to achieve without the burnout. She helps them embody their values and remove subconscious beliefs and patterns that lead to burnout. So I'm super excited to have the conversation with her and to really go deep on how to create that balance, that harmony in your life, and that will reflect in your sales. So listen up and enjoy this episode. Well, I am so super excited to have you on the show today, Shannon. Welcome. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah. And I love your work, right? It's so amazing when we look at ourselves or the businesses we want to create or the life we want to create. And we do see like all the hurdles that, you know, kind of come up when you are not embodying beliefs that support you. So tell us a little bit just about your story. Why did you choose to help ambitious professional to become well-balanced? Like what's, what's important in that piece and how can we create like a better life when we actually really pay attention <laughs> to the balance and harmony? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. And, you know, we often like help who we are, right? <laughs> so about five years ago, I just found myself burned out. I mean, I was in corporate America, you know, climbing the success ladder, had opportunities for promotion, but just feeling unfulfilled. And I started to see women leaders in our uh, corporation really killing themselves over their career. Like their health, their health was falling apart. They were working 70 hours a week. They were, um, like not, they were proud that they weren't taking time off to like to rejuvenate. Like it was sort of a, you know, um, like a, 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 some kind of like award if you, if you don't take vacation. Right. Yeah. And I just started to, I don't know if you've ever had this experience and maybe other people in our audience have where you just kind of like have a moment where you think this is my life. Like this is, this is what I'm headed towards. And it really drove me to, to take some time to really step back and think about what I wanted to create for myself and be really intentional. And so it led me really on this journey of self-discovery as we often go on, right? Um, because I, was, I, I wasn't sure where the unfulfillment was. Like, do I just leave my job? Do I leave my marriage? Like, what, what's the itch I can't scratch? You know? And so I, I, for me, I just felt like, man, I want to, I want to make sure that if I look back on my life, I don't have a bunch of regret and I don't just get impulsive and not blow my life up without realizing what I'm really headed towards. So that was the impetus for me was just not feeling fulfilled, wanting that clarity. And then when I made those changes and got clarity and started really working on myself, my leadership, that's when I was in a position to really want to help other people who want to have that I mean, some people call it work-life balance. I don't really think of it that way. I really think of it more like clarity in who you are and what you want to be in the world. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't really see there is a work-life balance. I, I believe more, especially when we are entrepreneurs and we are our own bosses. It's just one. You have this one life. And I used to put it in compartments, right? This is my work. These are my friends. This is my family. This is me time. And then all of a sudden, you have all these different compartments to take care of. Well, now I just, it's, it's my life. So if I feel like I want to write a blog post and it's already 10 o'clock at night, I can choose to do that, but I don't have to. And I can choose to get up at five or I can choose to get up at 10. It's just, it's my life. It's one thing. And I, I just love that because it gives you so much more freedom. But as you mentioned, I also was there where I was kind of burnout tired and I ask myself like is that all there is mm -hmm. I mean there must be more to life you see other successful people and you wonder like what are they doing that you are not doing <laughs> what do they know know that you don't know so you you, you also have two PhDs <laughs> so you well, really like you know well, I laugh about it so I'll, I'll have some clarity on that so one is an actual like PhD from you know my university that I have a PhD in clinical psychology and the other is I call life PhD yeah right and that's like our leadership where because I think what's coming to my mind Christina let me know if this resonates with you and, and with our audience is I think the shift that maybe you and I made and that other people want to make that's the difference that avoids the burnout and like life in different compartments is like when you start to have a very intentional life and that's what my life PhD like I call my second degree because my book yeah. goes through, like how do you do that and which allows you to just be um, who you are everywhere is just the same person right so if I'm I'm working it's just an extension of who I already am if I'm on vacation it's an extension so this is why writing a blog post at 10 p.m that sh that that doesn't feel like work to me it's just an extension of who I am and what I want to share right yeah and so for me that life PhD was so critical because here's what I see a lot of smart people where intellectually they they know certain things or maybe they have higher degrees right or certifications but they can't implement it practically in their life like they can't embody it mm. you know, they don't have that presence and so for me the the life phd was all the like inner leadership i had to do to for those to both be there to really show up in a way where i wanted to show up and play at the level i want to play in life yeah i, I totally get that and i love the title life phd because a P, you know getting a phd uh, if you're not cheating <laughs> is not a simple thing right uh, you have to no. put in you have to put in yeah. uh, some work For 10 years um, yeah <laughs> so that's really really interesting and yeah i i just feel it's the life phd is so much more important than any other certification because you're really going on that path of discovery of who you are, the pieces you like about you, the pieces you wish to change or, you know, growing into like a better version of yourself. So mm -hmm. this is basically, you know, that's like an ongoing journey. So what do you think there is a point where that kind of stops or is this just going on forever? I think, well, I'm a, like one of my top values is growth and I'm, I'm a, I'm definitely a growth oriented person because, and this is what I love so much about your podcast. Cause if you would have asked me, you know, even three years ago about selling, 
I had like a lot of resistance to it, right? Because just I'm a clinical psychologist, so we, we didn't do selling and just how we were trained was very different. And it took a while, like literally 18 months for me to work through my resistance, have an identity shift to be in a place where you can sell with integrity and honesty and enjoy it. And, and now I'm like so passionate about sales because, and I love that you call it heart sales because the reality is we're selling all the time, right? I mean, just when you're sharing with someone something you value or how you want to live your life or just letting setting a limit or whatever it is with people, that's heart selling. And sometimes people think selling is just about selling like a product or service. But the truth is that we're selling from our heart all the time when we're sharing who we are and what's important to us. So I'm, I'm really a big believer in growth and and looking at where we want to develop because it's not like it's not like we'll ever arrive anywhere you know it's not like we'll ever be done so to speak or like baked it's life is an unfoldment and there's always going to be something that we could be working on because you'll you'll see your next blind spot yeah i, I and i totally agree for me like life is lifelong learning as well because i i, I believe that if i stop growing I kind of stop living <laughs> because that's that like when you look around, like everything is growing, all plants are growing, all animals are growing. So it, really that growth piece to embrace that and to, to have that curiosity and the drive to figure out new things and to see like how, how much higher you can go and how much mm -hmm. more impact you can have. And, you know, like not really coming from that, where you feel like how much more money does my bank account need, but really like what are the experiences that I want to have while, while I'm here? It's so interesting you say that because, um, you know, I'm still, so I, I'm an entrepreneur right now, meaning I still have work part-time my corporate you know, career and I have my business. And recently I got a $20,000 bonus that I didn't expect. And I thought, wow, this is so interesting because, well, a couple of reasons. One is, it's not like I got a promotion, so I just got this bonus. It's not like I, you know, had to work any harder or struggle. So, hmm, what was the difference? And what I realized was a couple things. It was growth. I had really worked on myself, right? Saying yes to some things, no to some things. But to speak to your point, when I got the bonus, it was great because it was just a manifestation of how I had grown as a person. But when I got the money, I was like, man, what do I do with this? I'm pretty fulfilled right now. So I ended up putting quite a bit of my savings. And then, you know, I bought a trip for my family, spent some, you know, sent some money to my mom, little things. But the, when I, the spending was so meaningful because it wasn't just about the money. It was about the contribution and who I was being that led to that result of the unexpected mm. bonus. And I really feel like, you know, money is such a magnifier. And it was interesting to like, now when money comes, it's just so nice, but it's not, it's not the same energy that it used to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where it's yeah. just, yeah, money loves value. Of course, it's going to come, <laughs> right? Like, of yeah. course, that makes total sense. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that story. And I, I think that's so, so important to understand that money follows success. That's something that I learned from one of my previous bosses in, in my, when I was still in uh, corporate Germany <laughs> in my job. Is he always said, well, don't worry, money follows success. Just make sure you are successful. And mm -hmm. obviously, everybody has a different or their own definition of success. But once you're really, really clear and you take those steps to grow, 
yourself to become that better version, the money will show up. Absolutely. And money loves mastery, right? So this is what I love about this this podcast, because as you're inviting guest speakers to like share their thinking and, or whether it's a skill set or how to, you know, how to just tweak your mindset or your skill set around selling, um, whether it's selling yourself or, or other aspects of selling, you, you become masterful, right? By, by being present around other people who think that way, who are, who are working towards mastery and success, because that's where the value is and people pay for value. Yeah. Oh, people pay for value. So true. That's, that's, that's a cool quote. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just made it up. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's going, going, on to, hard <laughs> going to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I love, I love that. So when you think back, do you remember the very first thing that you ever sold in your life? The very first thing. Okay. Yes. So this was when I was first becoming or like evolving into an entrepreneur, right? Because it took a while to like even think that way. And I remember um, we had the opportunity to create like a Black Friday offer. And so I created this Black Friday offer for $47, right? Because it's got to be super appealing. So it's that irresistible offer. And just when, and maybe you can relate to this, but like when you get the email that says you have money in your account because someone bought this, you're like, oh my gosh. And it, it was insane because it's not like it was a, you know, a bunch of money I could retire off, but it was so significant. And just the feeling of, wow, this is possible. I created something that's going to totally improve this person's life. They bought it. It was so easy. Um, and it was just that feeling of just possibility and excitement. And it's, and I'm all about financial confidence, right? So it was like, wow, for the rest of my life, I can rely on my skill set that I can make an offer that brings someone money. And then when they compensate me for that, this is now going to go to my kids, my family, my cats, whatever, right? Like it was just that moment of, wow, this is what true financial freedom really means is you create value and you're providing, you're compensated for it. So it was, yeah, it was that moment a few years ago with the Black Friday. Oh, I, I love that story. And I, ha I have a similar one that I, I shared often, so I'm not going to go deep into it, but mine was actually a $97 workshop offer I made online. And I remember waking up and then PayPal app showed me you have yes. $97. And I was like, you know, my first offer didn't land. So I created another one. And then somebody bought, but it was the first time somebody bought what I had put together for my skills and knowledge. And that just changed the world. As you just said, you, you think of something that provides value and another person says, well, I want that. And they give you their hard earned mon money. Mm -hmm. And it was just so, so amazing to have that experience where you know, well, I'm on the right track. And exactly. it doesn't matter what the price yeah. point is. It just somebody gave, it could have been a dollar. It could have it's been 2000. It doesn't really matter. Just that somebody paid for being you was yeah. the most amazing thing ever. It really is. And the great thing too, at least this is my experience is when that happens, then you, you want to get better and better at it, right? Like, okay, well, how, you know, next time I'm going to refine it and make it even better for the next person. So that, that's that growth. And I think it has a ripple effect and it inspires other people to, bring value, show up in a powerful way, right? Like live to their potential. And just imagine like when everyone's contributing that way in whatever way they can, that's just 
a great world to live in, right? When everyone is bringing their value to the table. Yeah, yeah, totally. So can we talk a little bit about money confidence? Love it, sure. <laughs> yes, because um, what what I've seen is, you know, people create amazing products. They they sell them at a okay price, but they do feel underpaid because you know the value they deliver is so much higher. But they also are not able to ask for more due to internal blocks. Right? There's a sales mindset which usually people don't have a very good one. So I teach them sales success mindset. But I also noticed that, you know, you need a money success mindset as well. Because once you start making money as an entrepreneur or maybe in a job, you negotiated a package, then all of a sudden something might be blocking you. So yeah, give give us a little bit an idea of where to look if I can't really charge what I want to charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <clears throat> this is what, so just to kind of give some backstory to your question. Um, so I've been, you know, a high six figure earner for a long time because just I have a PhD, right? So, but it wasn't until I really combined my education with learning to sell that I could really step into financial confidence. I really, and this is the first time I'm saying it, but I really feel that if you want to be able to charge like high ticket or just, you know, be compensated for your value, you've got to learn sales and learn it from someone that you resonate with, that you respect, that they're selling in a way, because it just, you won't really understand the value of a dollar or the value of whatever your currency is until you understand the psychology of sales. Because the worst thing that I have seen is when women sell products and services that are, um, undervalued because they haven't worked on their self-worth or they, they don't understand sales and they, or they, you know, they try to sell to the wrong kind of person who can't afford it. It really messes with their mindset. And what happens is, and maybe this has been your experience too, Christine, which is when when it's, when it's too low, what goes to mind is why is it so cheap? What's wrong with this? What's wrong with either this person or this offer? Like the psychology is you start to doubt you mistrust when something is not charged correctly. And what I found is for a lot of people, especially women, we tie money to our self-worth. Yeah. Right. Either. And it's because we don't know our value. We doubt ourselves. We um, don't really know what we have to offer. We have negative, you know, a self image in some way. And so you've got to work on that. You've got to start cleaning up your self image and that's where you can work on your leadership on working with someone who can uh, look at your mindset around sales and make sure that what you're offering makes sense for the value that you're delivering. And I think sometimes because we're so close to it, we may not see that. Oh, yes. Yeah, I totally agree. That's one thing I support my clients with to see what they're actually offering and what it's worth. Because Mm -hmm. usually they completely undercharge. They're not able to put it into the right package, into the right offer. And obviously, it's not just about putting a high price. It's giving even more value. But there is usually a pretty big gap in the value delivery and the price. And that gap doesn't need to be that huge because what happens is they don't feel valued. They feel like they deliver and they they are not compensated in the right way. And then interestingly, they don't go and say, well, I created this. I invited those people to be my customers. They kind of start getting frustrated 
and you know like maybe even holding a grudge because the customer said yes and now they have to deliver at a price point they don't want to deliver right. which is not good for the energy so it, it, yeah and you know i've had some people where i've gotten my phone and i've calculated with them and i'll because they'll just come up with a price point and a lot of times it's random right and then i'll uh, i'll show them like okay the way you have it right now you're going to have to work these many hours for this money because they didn't make that connection, right? They're like, wow, I didn't realize I was working that hard for money. They didn't see it. Um, and then there's the other extreme, and I love that you, you, you mentioned that, which is just charging a high price for the sake of a high price because that's what you need for your, for your lifestyle. I don't think that's a good approach either because if the value is not there, the per that has the, the same effect, but for the opposite reason, right? That person's not going to trust if you're going to overcharge them and, and gouge them, right? Like, well, yeah. I mean, it was so funny. I'll, I'll give an example. Uh, so this is probably about four years ago when my son was nine. So maybe, yeah, when my son was nine and my daughter was, uh, so he's two years old. She, she, she was seven. And I don't know if you've ever seen those little fidgets like that, that people like to play with. So yeah. he bought a fidget, those little fidgets, and he bought it for five bucks and he was playing with it for a while. And by the way, the way he was playing with it, it would make you feel like, man, I want that too. So one week later, I see my daughter playing with it. And I'm like, oh, wow, Max let you play with that. She's like, no, I bought it. I said, oh, can I ask how much you bought it for? She said, $10. And I said, well, you know, he paid five for it. And she said, oh, I said, you didn't ask. So then I said to him, Max, why did you charge your sister $10? You paid five and now it's you. He said, I needed the profit. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, definitely he has a pretty strong money mindset. <laughs> and I said, son, it's okay to have a profit, but you know, let's not like gouge your sister, right? Like let's, yeah. let's have a respectable amount. And the great thing for my daughter, it was a learning opportunity because I said, honey, you got to be a smarter buyer. Did you ever ask him how much he paid for it? Did you ever negotiate with him? Did you ever go online and just say, hmm, I wonder how much it costs for this kind of thing? So I think it goes both ways, right? Like you want to sell with integrity and you want to buy as an informed buyer. And we were talking quite a bit about that, I know, before this episode. Yeah. We were just like how that's impor so important. And um, so this is why I feel like every person, like I, I'm really convinced that every person should le learn sales and the sooner the better. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I'm, I'm totally convinced about that too, because it gives you, it's not just about the business. It's like the whole life. Whenever you negotiate something, and even if you negotiate with your children to go to bed at a certain time, exactly, right? It's, it's basically yeah. sales, but we it don't is. perceive it as sales because there's no money exchanged. Hopefully, <laughs> In this case, like if you start paying your children to go to bed at eight o'clock, well, I don't know. <laughs> I paid for grades. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, that's an incentive, right? You got to set right. an incentive. And I think your son was pretty smart in charging your daughter so much because it was already there. She had instant access. She didn't need to wait. So they're quite. And, he, and maybe he could have sold it that way, like right, hey, you don't have to wait. You right, you get instant access. You know it works. Like he. Could have he could have presented the value but the point is in terms of the the money mindset yeah it was just the profits <laughs> yeah, but also he had there was no hang-ups there was no like i can't charge it what is she gonna he just put the offer out there and she bought it because it looks so good right i mean come on we've all done that right like i know i've bought things that it, yeah it should we, we all have 
Right. Yeah. But unfortunately, um, that's also part why um, most of the time we do have the sales mindset that's not serving us because we have been in these situations and discovered afterwards that the product didn't deliver or the service didn't work or whatever it is and we overpaid or you know and and that leaves the kind of this negative taste and then when we want to sell something we don't want to be like this person who did that to us Mm -hmm. and I get and my reframe to that would be like hey live and learn instead how can I get better at sales so one I'm I'm an informed smart buyer and I'm an I'm an informed great seller, so it's a it's a win win relationship, right? Like yeah. my job as the seller, in my opinion, is to when I'm making an offer for me to be so clear or as best as I can be about the value and why I'm charging what I'm charging, and it adds up. And then for the buyer, for them to practice sales, where they can say, "Oh, I'm buying this because it's going to do this, this, and this, this for me." Yeah, yeah. Awesome. No, knowing that in life, there's no guarantee, right? Like, well, yeah, you can't get married and have vows and doesn't the guarantee you can't guarantee you're going to live forever. And what are you going to say to that person? Like, I'm going to take you to court because you promised me this and you didn't deliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, obviously, obviously not. But if you keep on selling <laughs> and being becoming your best version, you know, exactly. They'll understand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so cool. So you brought us a wonderful gift the success rituals. Tell us a yeah. little bit about it. The link is going to be in the show notes and the resource tab. Uh, what, what can people actually get when they come and sign up for that? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, so on there, think of it like things Shannon loves the most. So there's some money stuff in there. There's a great daily ritual in there. There's a great visualization exercise in there. Because what I have found for success is we got to put ourselves in that space and really visualizing the outcome we want and doing it regularly because our mind can easily go sideways. So there's some great gifts in there that will help you build that success, right? Money, love, success. We've talked about that. So in the success rituals, there's practices that you can be doing regularly to help build that success mindset. Mm, love it. Love it. So make sure you hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab, this wonderful episode and get your success rituals because I think that's a that's a great offer like a visualization then all your tips I mean that's like a mini course in um, better better money mindset mm -hmm. awesome well thank you so so much I'm excited to have you back on hard sales pretty soon and uh, yeah thanks for the interview thank you well, what a great conversation. I did take some notes because I think balance and harmony in your life is so important. And there's always times when we hustle more and then where we have times where we relax more. But like the overall picture of being in flow, of following your heart, I personally think is so, so important. And Dr. Shannon Tran has brought across some really, really cool points. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and Shannon's episode. And uh, yeah, connect with her. All her links to connect with her are just one click away. I also have all the resources for you as well as the show notes and the transcript. And once you're over there, sign up for the empowerment notes. That's empowerment right into your inbox where you not only get all the updates on Heart Sales podcasts and the amazing guests, but also where I share content that I usually do not share on social media. And that will help you to play a bigger game in your life, in your sales, to be more fulfilled and happy by really following your heart. So thank you so much for having been here. Have an amazing day wherever you are. 
and I'm saying bye for now. 